0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Braves reporter, Mark Bowman. And Mark, not the start the Atlanta Braves wanted to get off to in the 2016 season. As we record this podcast, they're sitting at 0-7. I guess the bright note on that would be that they've been in most of those games. They had chances to win a lot of those games, but so far nothing in the win column as they're 0-7, and, and then more bad news on Tuesday morning as we learn that Hector Oliveira uh, arrested after allegedly assaulting a woman in D.C. where the Braves are playing right now. What do you know about the Olivera situation as we record right now?
1: Well, we do know that, that Hector Olivera was arrested, as you said, this is just a... A few hours ago, at about 7 a.m., Brace officials were alerted that police were there to arrest uh, at the team hotel Hector Oliver, who allegedly uh, assaulted the, this woman who he's had a previous relationship with. Uh, in other words, you know he, he, he certainly did know. We do not know the extent of the relationship. Um, you know, at this point in time, Hector has been placed on administrative leave. He's on the restricted list. Uh, we, we do not know how long he will... will uh, how much time he will miss? MLB officials will investigate the matter and, and uh, see how it applies to the joint domestic violence policy, which was obviously instituted last year. So th- this is certainly a, uh, a serious issue. Uh, to, to add to that, obviously it affects you know how the Braves will uh, move forward, you know, in that left field position. This could mean that Malik Smith spends more time up here than, than they anticipated. He came up on Monday to, to replace Inder Enciarte. At that point in time, it looked like he'd be up for just a couple of weeks. Not now, you know, if, if Bolivar is still uh, on the restricted list, when Arte comes off the disabled list, there's a chance that Malik Smith will, will stick around and, and uh, maybe he plays center field, Enciarte goes over to right, and Nick Marcakis goes to the left. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of different options, but, but one way or another Malik Smith may fit in that equation.
0: Obviously, this is a much bigger issue than just baseball. But the Braves went out and, and made the trade for Oliveira, and they were hoping for big things from him. Um, when you when you look at what he's done so far with the Braves, taking this, obviously, this is is bad, and you don't know when he'll be back. But has his time in Atlanta been disappointing already on the baseball field? Would you say beyond this incident?
1: No, there's no doubt about it. You know, you know this. This issue just, just adds to the many that, that uh, the phrase the face of they acquired it. And, you know, look, people will look back at that trade. When it was made, everyone, there, there was a lot of criticism saying, how can you give up your top prospect and a controllable young starting pitcher, uh, top prospect being Jose Peraza, the controllable pitcher being Alex Wood. You know, in the six to eight months, however long it's been since that trade was made, the Peraza stock has dropped, and then people are starting to say, well, maybe the Braves were wise to, to trade Alex Wood. But my thinking on this is see, it, it still comes down to what the returns you've got, and Hector Oliveira certainly has not lived up to anyone's expectations, including those of the members of the Braves organization. So you can go ahead and look and say that Peraza stock has dropped and Wood's stock has dropped, but at the same time, had they stayed in the Braves organization, would, they, would that stock have, have dropped in this manner? In other words, if the Peraza had stayed you know, hadn't been traded twice, but people be saying, "Oh, you know, you know, there's or had the Dodgers not tried to trade him twice, and, you know, eventually getting it done uh, this winter. You know, would would he be looked at the same as he is right now? Same with Alex Wood, had he been just starting Atlanta's rotation? So I think it all comes back to what the return was. You had significant value in those two players. Did you get significant value back? It doesn't look like it right now. So uh, this is a trade that. Even if Ferraz and Wood don't live up to what we thought they might at this point last year, it's still a trade that could, could haunt the Braves because they, they did not get really anything in returns thus far. And, you know, you can't completely – we don't know what the future holds for Ector Oliver, but right now uh, it's certainly a trade that's that, that not as favorable for the Braves.
0: Yeah, and you're never going to win every trade, and obviously the Braves have made some, some other trades in the last year that – that they've been praised for. And that system is obviously in very good shape now with a lot of young talent on the way. Um, I wanted to talk about one of the young players for this team, because you mentioned it, Malik Smith getting the call up for Ender Inciarte and Malik Smith is, he's a guy, he's not one of those top, top prospects in this organization, but he's a guy that as a fan, I think you really got to like the way he plays the game. And, and he's a fun guy off the field as well. Um, I know you got to deal with him in spring training. Now that he's, In the Major League Clubhouse, he took a helmet off the face, I know, in his first game and had to leave the game, which is just kind of injury to insult. But him being up with the Major League Club, what does he bring to that clubhouse as an energetic guy, and and what have you seen from him on the field?
1: You know, he's a guy that, that, like you said, he brings some energy to that clubhouse. He's a threat once he gets on base. He's still a little bit raw. He probably could benefit from another 30, 40. Sixty games at the, at the minor league level, but at the same time, this team needs him now. He is their best option. Um, you know, from uh, he, you know, growing up, he was more of a football guy, so he didn't maybe didn't play as much baseball. So he's twenty-three years old. Uh, you know, maybe you look at it and say, it from a baseball development standpoint, he's 21, 22 years old. Just the amount of baseball he's played, but but the strides he's made over the past year, you, you can see that that he's heading in the right direction. I, I look at him as it's not exactly the same, but but he's, he's a little bit like Billy Hamilton with shoulders. Uh, so he, there's not, I'm not trying to say there's a lot of pop in that bat, but there's a little bit. Of, he, he's got that same kind of speed, but he, as he grows, I, I think he'll be able to drive a little bit. He has, he'll have a little bit more pop in that bat than Billy Hamilton will. So a guy that can bring in some off, offense. one of his, his second game here at the big league level. He was, uh, you know, causing some havoc on the base. That's not necessary from stolen bases, but but you know you can see the pitchers react to him a little bit different uh, when he's on base. So that, that always helps. And, and uh, it, there's just, there's something unique about this guy. Even when he left that game the other night, and you know, he said it's too bad. You had to leave. He goes, wow, I got a unique story. And you know, I've got a scar here for the rest of my life. And people say, well, where did you get that? And he said, my very first major league game. So, uh, you know, he, he's an upbeat guy. He makes you laugh. And uh, I think some way, somehow he, He's going to, I don't know how the story's going to unfold, but, but it's going to be a good, good one for Malik
0: Smith. Yeah, and if people saw the video or the pictures, you could see the blood dripping down his face. And, and it wasn't a serious injury, so, you know, we can laugh about it now. And obviously, he was laughing about it, but what a way to start your Major League Baseball career. Now he's up because Ender Inciarte is on the disabled list, and it's a hamstring. And obviously, this is a, an outfielder who likes to track the ball down out in the outfield. Um, are, having Malik Smith, if he comes up and plays well, does it allow them to maybe ease NCRT back? Because I know you have to be careful with hamstring injuries because if they're not fully healed, you can just make them worse by playing on them.
1: No, no doubt. I mean, you know, I, I think they caught this hamstring uh, injury in time. We're not on enough time to to But maybe he would have been available to play next, you know, maybe Sunday or this upcoming season. Sunday, Monday, early next week. So, in other words, maybe he would have only been side-by-side seven eight days. You can't play a man short that, that long, especially uh, with a roster like the Braves. That's the situation that they have. Um, I, I do think that, you know, maybe on April 24th, that first day he's cool. I, I do expect them to be back then. But, yeah, here's a guy who had a a right hamstring issue last year. It cost him a month. He's got a left hamstring issue now. He relies heavily on his legs. It, it's certainly a concern, but uh, – you know, moving forward, he he will have to try to make the preparations and uh, adjustments to, to 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 his pregame preparations, maybe to uh, do whatever he can to to prevent you know uh, this aggravating either of these two hamstrings that he's injured within the last year.
0: Let's end things on another positive note here, Mark. Uh, just seen uh no decision on Tuesday, but six scoreless frames. He struck out eight. Um, if they can get that from him, that's such a huge lift for this team, and it would be such a nice addition to have him as part of that rotation this season.
1: Oh, no doubt. No doubt. You know what? He, he's healthy right now. and He hasn't been healthy the last two years when he bounced around with the Rockies. and the, uh, He ended up with the Diamondbacks last year, spent some time with the Indians. You know, it's just it, – it, I think he's just – you can just see the smile on his face where it's nice to be – Healthy and pitching again this year, and uh, I don't think his velocity's back to where it was in 2013. But this is not a guy who's ever lit up the radar gun. He, he spots the ball well. He's added a cutter, uh, which, which helps him with, uh, you know, it provides a little bit of a different look than, than uh, the sinker does against left-handed hitters. So that's a little bit better weapon for him. And he, he's a guy who knows how to get through it. He's 27 years old. He's I'm not saying he's some ageless wonder or something like that, but he's been around the block, and, and it helps to have a guy like that in this relatively young Braves rotation. So, uh, yeah, he, he did something there in his first start. He struck out eight and just 69 pitches. John Smoltz was the only other Braves pitcher who has done that. Now, it's it, yes, it's a rare stat, but at the same time, after I looked it up and and, and found that out, I, I took a step back, and you, you think, look, if a guy has eight strikeouts pitches, he's usually going to be allowed to keep going on. Unfortunately, he did get lifted for a pinch there. So, yes, it's a unique stat. It shows how efficient one a guy was on that one night. But, but it was also a rarity in which uh, he was in a position where he had to exit because uh, it was a scoreless game and he had to be pinch hit for. But he'll get a chance to get back out there on the mound here again uh, next week. And you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does as
0: the season goes on. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Braves edition with Mark Bowman. Tune in again next week.